Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Episode 10. Buongiorno a tutti, benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian, io sono Mark. Salve a tutti, io sono Francesca. Francesca, come stai? Mark, ciao, sto benissimo, grazie, tutto bene. Tu? Io sono molto contento oggi perché tu sei qui nello studio. <ride> sì, di fronte a te. <ride> Normalmente facciamo le registrazioni a eh, remote. Sì, a distanza. A distanza. Allora, oggi sei nello studio per, per prima volta. Sì, sì, è bellissimo, devo dire, questo, questo studio, è bello vederti e sì, non essere in due posti in diversi. In due posti diversi, sì, 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 faremo una foto e poi... La posteremo. Uh, la posteremo, perfetto. However, we're here to talk about our final episode in our first part of season three. So it's episode 10. And in this episode, it's kind of like a, I don't know what we would say, a milestone episode. Because it's all you need to know, or almost all you need to know, about pronouns. Sì, è vero, Mark. Uh, the idea behind this episode is to have, uh, um, let's say, um, a point of reference whenever our listeners need to brush up on everything pronouns in Italian. So uh, they can use episode 10 of season 3 as uh, a quick review of uh, all the pronouns in Italian. Perfetto. Now, we have been talking about pronouns for some time over the, the course of the past few lessons, but this is going to summarize everything together and then crucially give you some practice as we'll talk about the in particular combining the pronouns and looking at ways in which they work together ma bando alle ciance <laughs> sì bravo Mark diamo inizio alle danze <laughs> so Francesca what will we start with in a review of pronouns Well, first of all, um, I would say we have to mention the subject pronouns, which are the pronouns we uh, normally learn in our first uh, uh, lessons uh, of Italian and uh, which we take for granted at times. Indeed. And then, funnily enough, we don't use them because we don't really need them when we're using normal verbs. So I, you, he, she, it, and so on. We don't necessarily say io parlo because we can get away with just saying parlo. Sì, esatto. We only use them in Italian when we want to avoid ambiguity or to emphasize on uh, on someone. Otherwise, uh, it's how we learn verbs. Parlo, parli, parla. And we don't really need the, the pronouns. But remember, they do exist. They do exist. So let's quickly go through them now. I. Io. You. Tu. He. 
Lui. She. Lei. We. Noi. You plural. Voi. They. Loro. Benissimo. Okay. Molto facile. This is something that we've done many times. So subject pronouns tick. Okay. Sì. I should also add a, a little thing because at times we uh, we receive this question from our listeners. If we have a, an older textbook of Italian, an old grammar book, at times uh, you could find uh, egli Ella instead of uh, lui and lei, and essi instead of loro. These are the, let's say, the older uh, pronouns. These are the pronouns I used in school when I learned uh, <laughs> to conjugate verbs. But and I have to say, I remember when I first started looking at Italian uh, textbooks and so on, and uh, egli and es, ella and essi were in there too. So, yeah. Fortunately, we've moved on from there. I <laughs> see. <laughs> Let's now talk about our direct object pronouns. So those were the subject pronouns, when is the subject of the sentence. Now when the, 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 the person or the thing is an object in the sentence, we've got two types. We've got direct and indirect objects. But let's focus first of all on the direct object pronouns. The um, direct object pronouns are the pronouns which replace the direct object of a sentence that is the, the person or the thing that comes after a transitive verb. And uh, as we said in previous episodes, a transitive verb is a verb which answers the question what or whom. Perfect. So what do you see? I see it. I see you, I see them, and so on. So these are our direct object pronouns. Let's look at them in Italian. So, me. Me. <laughs> you. You is a T for you singular. It. Lo. And that would be it for a masculine. Si. Uh, and him. Again, lo. And then it for a feminine. La. And her. La, di nuovo. What about us? Ci. And then you all, the plural. Vi. And then for the plural form, it's them. Li. That would be for masculine or a mixed group. And them when it's feminine. Le. Okay, so direct object pronouns, again, fairly straightforward. We've seen these many, many times. And I think we can do a tick. Tick. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Well, let's move on then to our other type of object pronouns, and that would be our indirect object pronouns. Exacto. So the indirect object pronouns are when we've got a to involved. So to me, to him, to her, to us, and so on. Exactly. They usually uh, replace uh, uh, the receiver, a person. Most of the times we um, we have a person as the indirect object of a sentence who is normally the receiver of uh, an action of giving or uh, communication, be it uh, written or spoken communication. So it's the person who is receiving something and that is introduced by the preposition a in Italian. Ad esempio, eh, io regalo un libro a Mark. So there, a Mark, Mark is the indirect object of that sentence. However, if we were to take out Mark and just say to him, then that would become the indirect object pronoun because it's standing for Mark, him standing for Mark. So with the indirect object pronouns, let's look at to me. Me. To you. Ti. To him. To him, gli. To her. Le. 
And obviously we could also use li and le for to a masculine thing or to a mas to a to a feminine thing for le. But as Francesca said, it's less likely. Yeah, it's not very, very common because usually you talk to someone, you write to someone, you give something to someone and not to something. <laughs> Perhaps it could be like an animal or something like that. You could be giving it to a a cow or a horse or something <laughs> like <See>? that. <laughs> to us. Chi. To all of you. Vi. And to them. This is interesting because we have two options in, uh, let's say, everyday Italian. It's quite common to use a gli, so the same as to him. Uh, in more, let's say, um, formal register, written Italian, uh, we do something a little bit different. We use uh, the pronoun loro, but in this case, it has to go after the verb. Perfetto. Okay. Can we put a tick on our indirect object pronouns? I would say so. <laughs> tick. <laughs> right. So there is one other thing that we need to talk about when we're talking about direct and indirect object pronouns, however. See, si, something really important that we can do in Italian uh, when we have a direct and an indirect object pronoun, we can just merge them and use them both together within the same sentence. Okay, so can you give us some examples of these combined uh, indirect and direct object pronouns? Yes, if we take the sentence we've seen before, io regalo un libro a Mark, so I give as a present a book to Mark, we can replace both the direct object, un libro, and the indirect object, a Mark. So there we have uh, the book would be, it, it would become it, and uh, to Mark would become to him. So it, lo, and uh, to him, li. So what we do is combine those together, put the indirect first, and we get glielo. Bravissimo. Io glielo regalo per il suo compleanno, ad esempio. I give it to him, meaning the book to Mark, for his birthday. Perfetto. So it's really important to remember all the combinations and what happens in terms of spelling and sound, but we have a specific episode on that, so you can refer to that very episode if you need to uh, to check all the details about combined pronouns. As I'm listening to us talking about this, I'm feeling that if someone comes across this episode as the very first episode of Coffee Break Italian they ever listened to, they may think, my goodness, they're going through these quickly. But please know we've got multiple episodes on these pronouns. This is a review of everything. Si, 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 esatto, esatto. We have episode eight of uh, this season. So uh, season three, episode eight, which is fully uh, dedicated to combined pronouns. Benissimo. Okay, so what about reflexive pronouns? Yes, these are pronouns which uh, we covered in the past uh, in, in season two when we did a lot of work on different types of, um, uh, of verbs uh, in Italian. And these are the pronouns which we use to uh, describe uh, actions which are performed uh, on uh, on the subject. So things like uh, eh, mi, mi lavo, I wash uh, myself, uh, si pettina, she or he uh, combs her own or his own hair and, uh, and so on. Okay. Um, the, the crucial word there that you've mentioned is self. When you do something to yourself, I wash myself and, and, and so on. So let's run through our reflexive pronouns now. So myself. Me. Yourself. Ti. Him or herself. Si. Ourselves. Ci. 
yourselves, plural. Vi. And themselves. Si, again. <laughs> okay, so they wash themselves. Loro si lavano. Okay, now we don't even need the loro in there. Si lavano works perfectly. Absolutamente, too. si. So as you can see, the, the, re, the real difference in all these pronouns is very often the third person, singular and plural. Mi, ti, ci and vi are always uh, the same uh, most of the times. So really make an extra effort when it comes to the third person, singular and the plural. Exactly. Okay, reflexive. Okay. <laughs> Finally, for this episode, we're going to be looking at a special type of pronoun, and that's the ones that kind of stand out a little on their own, the disjunctive pronouns. Yes, and this is what we covered in uh, the previous episode, in uh, in episode uh, nine. And as you said, Mark, these pronouns uh, are a little bit uh, stronger uh, than the others. They are kind of independent because they can go after the verb and they are also used to uh, create more emphasis in uh, in the sentence. They're also the pronouns that you find often combined with prepositions. So like, for example, for me, with you, and so on. Esatto, per me, con te, etc. So you've mentioned two of them. Uh, me would be. Me. You. Te. Him. Lui. Her. Lei. Us. Noi. You all, plural. Voi. And them. Loro. The crucial thing is here, as I'm saying me, you, and so on, in English, we use these same words many times, but you've really got to consider carefully which one of the Italian pronouns you need. And that is a topic that we're going to be kind of looking at as we, we take us a closer look at some further sentences here. However, I think with disjunctive, we can give a tick. Sì, sì, l'ultimo tick. Perfetto. Okay, so what do you want to do next, Francesca? Okay, I think, Mark, I'll just give you some uh, short sentences containing pronouns. Uh, and uh, let's just uh, have a look at these sentences and focus on the function that the pronouns have uh, within the sentence. Va bene. Sei d'accordo? Sì, <laughs> Allora, vediamo questa frase. La mattina, appena mi alzo, chiamo mia madre e le chiedo come sta. Okay, we'll just give our listeners some time to think this through. La mattina appena mi alzo, chiamo mia madre e le chiedo come sta. Right. So, mi alzo is a reflexive pronoun. That's the me that stands for myself. So, in the morning, as soon as I get up, as soon as I, uh, yeah, get, get up, mi alzo, appena mi alzo, then we have chiamo mia madre, I call my mother, e le chiedo come sta. To her I ask. So the le there is, of course, our indirect object pronoun. Esatto. Imagine we had eh, chiamo mia madre e chiedo a mia madre come sta. It's not really nice to repeat the word madre twice because it becomes a little bit repetitive. And the verb chiedere is a verb that triggers an indirect object. Chiedere a qualcuno. So, a mia madre can be replaced by le, meaning to her. Bravissima. Okay. Grazie. <laughs> Let's go on. Uh, another sentence. Okay, un'altra frase. È il compleanno di mio zio Carlo e vorrei regalargli un cappello, ma forse gliel'ha già regalato sua sorella. Interesting. Okay. Could you see that one again, Francesca? Sì, è un po' lunga. 
È il compleanno di mio zio Carlo e vorrei regalargli un cappello, ma forse gliel'ha già regalato sua sorella. Ok, once again, just giving the listeners some time to think about this. È il compleanno di, di mio zio Carlo. It is my uncle Carlo's birthday. E vorrei regalargli un cappello. So, regalargli, we've got gli sticking on to the end of the infinitive, regalare. Um, and that is, of course, our indirect object pronoun. Sì, bravissimo. So, I would like to give him, to give him as a gift, un cappello, a hat. Ma forse gliel'ha già regalato sua sorella. So, perhaps you've identified the particular hat you're looking at and uh, his sister has already given that particular hat to him. So we've got a combined pronoun there and it's tricky because it's got an apostrophe at the end as well. <laughs> sì, it's sì. really yellow. Esatto, yellow. Uh, but as we mentioned in previous episodes, to avoid uh, the clash between two vowels, we can just drop uh, o or a in the pronouns lo and la and join them with the verb that comes after. So instead of yellow a, Yela, and this runs more uh, nicely together phonetically. Good. Francesca, can I ask you a question? Sì, dimmi. I'm thinking about another nice little pronoun that we've come across in the past. It's not featured in this episode because this episode is not every single Italian pronoun. That would be a very long episode indeed. But I'm thinking about that lovely little word, ne. Ah, sì, buona idea. So, could we also say that uh, I'd like to give a, a hat to my uncle uh, Carlo, but his sister has already given him one of them? Mm, buona domanda, sì, sì. In so, this what would case, that be? <laughs> in this case, we could actually use a ne because we are replacing the word uh, cappello, which is the direct object, But we are adding uh, some reference to quantity. Mm -hmm. So instead of using lo in this case, we could use, uh, we have to use a ne because we have the word uno. Mm -hmm. And we can say, for, ma forse, gliene. So we can merge gli and ne with the letter e or English e to put the two words together. Gliene ha già regalato uno sua sorella. Wow, that's, that's pretty complicated stuff. No, <laughs> I think if our listeners uh, uh, understood the use of um, uh, ne in uh, in season two, then uh, uh, the logic is the same, really. But yes, I appreciate it's something not straightforward because it doesn't exist in other languages. So it's difficult to compare it uh, at times with, uh, uh, with other languages. <laughs> esatto. Can we do one more sentence, please? Okay. Um, è arrivata una lettera per lei, signora. Non so chi gliela manda, ma l'ha appena portata il postino. Mm, so this is interesting because we're looking at formal forms, the polite forms in here. So we have è arrivata una lettera per lei, 
senora. So we've got a, a, a preposition per, and that's our, our kind of alarm bell, our trigger for a disjunctive pronoun, per lei, mm-hmm. senora. And uh, interestingly, if we were writing this down, that would have a capital L, or it could have a capital L. It could. We tend to use it uh, um, in, in our lesson notes for learning purposes, so that our listeners can immediately spot that it's a formal pronoun. Although uh, in contemporary Italian, this is something that is kind of uh, disappearing little by little. But I think it's useful for uh, for a learning perspective. Sono d'accordo. <laughs> Bene. Okay, then the next part. Non so chi gliela manda. So I don't know who to you, mm-hmm. gli, or gli in this case, la manda. So I don't know who is sending it to you? Molto bene, perfetto. Ma l'ha appena portata il postino. So portata is clearly a uh, uh, past participle. Sì. So it's the past participle of the verb portare, which means we're looking at a perfect tense. So the l'ha appena portata is actually l'apostrofe, H-A. Sì. So the l'apostrofe is standing for La, sì. the lettera, but it is combined with H-E and it still sounds like la, which is a little bit complicated. It's a little bit complicated. If you see it in writing, it's easier to uh, to understand. But just uh, uh, listening to it, uh, uh, it can be a little bit confusing because it's the same sound. La as L-A sounds the same as L apostrophe H-A because obviously H is mute in Italian. Okay, so la appena portata il postino, the postman has just brought it. And don't forget the agreement with portata in this case, because it's preceded by the uh, feminine pronoun la, which affects uh, the past participle. Okay, we're going to take a short break. And after that, we're going to listen to a text, which will give you further practice on all of these pronouns. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Allora, bentornati. We are talking about pronouns. This is a, a, a pronoun special. And we're going to be listening to a diary entry now. And we'll hear more examples of the pronouns. Francesca, do you want to tell us anything about this? Uh, yeah, this is an interesting uh, one because it's a, it's a monologue and we haven't had uh, a monologue uh, yet. And uh, yes, it's very romantic because uh, <laughs> Silvia is writing her diary. It's telling us uh, all about uh, Tommaso, <laughs> who seems to be uh, someone really interesting to her. <laughs> Let's then listen to Silvia's diary entry now. Caro diario, ti scrivo per raccontarti qualcosa di davvero speciale. Oggi, durante la lezione di biologia, mi sono girata un attimo per passare una penna a Laura e mi sono accorta che Tommaso mi guardava. Capisci? Tommaso guardava me. Non posso descriverti la mia emozione. Ho sempre pensato di non interessargli e avevo deciso di rassegnarmi e dimenticarlo una volta per tutte. Ma non è finita. Dopo la lezione si è avvicinato a me e mi ha invitato ad andare al cinema con lui questo sabato. Ovviamente gli ho detto di sì ma poi mi sono innervosita così tanto e non sono riuscita più a parlare. Che disastro! Per fortuna Laura mi aspettava in biblioteca e appena sono arrivata le ho raccontato tutto. La sua reazione è stata «Ma io te l'avevo detto che Tommaso aveva una cotta per te. In classe lui guarda sempre solo te». Mi fido di Laura. La conosco da una vita e se lei dice che le cose stanno così, forse dovrei ascoltarla. Adesso comunque il vero problema è questo. Cosa mi metto sabato? Potrei chiedere a mia sorella la sua gonna di jeans, ma so già che non me la presterà mai. O forse potrei comprarne una nuova, ma cario diario... Come sai, in questo momento ho pochi soldi da parte. Non so se i miei me li vorranno dare. Ho già chiesto loro 200 euro per l'iscrizione al corso di sci e non voglio chiedergliene altri. Adesso che ci penso, caro diario, sai cosa ti dico? Se Tommaso mi ha invitato al cinema, vuol dire che gli piaccio così come sono e forse non darà troppa importanza al mio abbigliamento. Alle volte mi preoccupo troppo per tutto. Anche le mie amiche me lo dicono sempre. Dovrei ascoltarle più spesso. Va bene, ora mi sento un po' meglio e sono felice di averti raccontato cosa mi è accaduto oggi. Ora vado a studiare per il compito in classe di geografia, perché se non lo passo i miei non mi lasceranno andare al cinema. Una vera tragedia. Comunque, se prima di sabato ci sono altre novità, te lo dirò immediatamente. Buonanotte! P.S. Ho appena ricevuto un messaggio da Tommy. Cosa faccio? Lo leggo? Aiuto! 
Oh, mamma mia, ah, poverina. Sì. Non, so, non sa cosa fare. Ah, che difficile l'amore. <laughs> okay, so as ever, we're going to quickly go through the, the main meanings of, of this uh, text and uh, then we'll go through it in greater detail in our bonus episode. Sì, allora, as we said at the start, Silvia is writing her diary and she's really all excited because she noticed that Tommaso in class was uh, was looking at her during the, the biology class. She can't believe that he's interested in her. <laughs> sì, sì, esatto. And, uh, and not just that, after class, Tommaso asked Silvia to go with him to the cinema on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> She agreed to go, but then she got very nervous and she couldn't see anything else. See, but she spoke to her good friend, uh, Laura, in uh, in the library. And Laura kind of knew uh, that Tommaso had a crush on, uh, on, on Silvia because uh, Tommaso is always uh, looking at her in class. Now, she's not, in a sense, she's not sure whether she should trust Laura, but they have been friends for so long. So, yeah, I think she basically accepts that this will be the case. She's just can't believe it. Yeah, but there is also another problem because Silvia doesn't know what to wear mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, on Saturday and um, she's thinking about her sister's uh, skirt, but she's also uh, considering uh, maybe a new skirt, buying a new one. But this is possibly going to be a little bit difficult because she's not got much money and she's already borrowed 200 euros from her parents for a, a skiing course, I think. Sì, esatto, un corso di sci. Uh, so after a lot of thinking, uh, she realized that probably uh, Tommaso just likes her the way the way she is and she shouldn't be worrying too much about clothes and what to wear. Exactly. Um, she then is off to study for her geography exam because ultimately if she doesn't pass it, her parents wouldn't let her go to the cinema and all this worry will have been for nothing. <laughs> sì, esatto. And it's interesting, uh, at the very end, what happens uh, is that she receives uh, a text from, uh, from Tommaso and again, she doesn't know what to do. <laughs> esatto. Okay, well, as I said, we'll be going through this in greater detail. In fact, we'll go through every single word of the whole monologue in our bonus episode. But for now, è quasi tutto per oggi. È quasi tutto, ma c'è ancora una cosina, Mark. Allora, Francesca, cos'è la cosina di oggi? <laughs> sì, visto che questo è un episodio eh, romantico in un certo senso, eh, ma che anche descrive un po' le, le difficoltà del, dell'amore, c'è un'espressione un idiomatica italiana non molto diffusa, ma che mi piace molto. Uh -huh, okay, qual è? Ed è questa. L'amore non è polenta. <laughs> ok, so love is not polenta. In what way is love not polenta? Uh, the idea is that polenta, especially in the past, these days polenta is quite a fancy uh, dish, but in the, in the past, uh, in Italy, uh, polenta was like uh, a boring, uh, everyday uh, meal, so um, something not really exciting. And uh, maybe 
something like porridge in a way. <laughs> so something kind of pretty much every day, and um, uh, that's it's, it's just eaten for for surviving, really. See, si, see, si, see. Si. So uh, you know, if there is not polenta, you can eat something else, uh, and and it's fine. But love, l'amore, is something very, uh, very important, very, uh, very special. And if you don't have it, uh, then there is not another thing that can uh, uh, replace it. So, <laughs> on that romantic note, I think we will bring things to a close. <laughs> Va bene. So, as ever, don't forget that you can check out the full course of Coffee Break Italian Season 3 over on the Coffee Break Academy. Just head to coffeebreakacademy.com and there you'll find the bonus episode along with the lesson notes, the video version, and our translation challenges too. All of that at coffeebreakacademy.com. Allora, chissà come andrà a finire questa storia di, di Silvia. Sì, sono, sono curiosa, spero che, spero che vada tutto bene e che, ah, che la loro serata al cinema sia interessante. Come si dice, uh, vorrei essere una mosca. Una per, mosca, sì. Per vederli sabato al cinema. Wow, Mark, bravissimo, sono, sono colpita. <ride> <ride> sì, direi che forse possiamo chiedere a Laura... E, ah, sì? e lei forse saprà dirci tutto <ride> <ride> è vero ma io ho un'idea migliore ah sì? perché non ci scrivete per dirci come pensate che continuerà la storia? ah lo stai dicendo ai nostri ascoltatori certo, sì, ah sì, sì sì buona idea sì scriveteci e diteci come secondo voi continuerà questa Storia d'amore tra Silvia e Tommaso. Ah, it could be a, a new story for Coffee Break Italian, a future, a future soap opera, for example. Ah, sì, buona idea. <laughs> Ho già qualche, qualche immagine in mente. <laughs> okay, let us know then what you think, how this will develop. Um, you can let us know on social media or um, post a comment on the website, however it suits you best. For now è tutto per oggi. Grazie mille, Francesca. Grazie a te, Mark, e grazie a tutti i nostri ascoltatori. E alla prossima, ciao! Ciao, ciao! You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.